The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Authentic Living Show. Not only are we going to get to hear another clip from Oprah's two-part Super Soul Sunday interview with Maya Angelou today, But we're going to answer one of the pressing questions asked by today's seeker. How do we move from the personal mind to the higher mind? You know, Oprah tells us that it's not enough to know what you should do or that you should do a thing, but you also also must know how to do it. Well, today is a how-to kind of day. Here today to answer our question is psychiatrist Dr. Mari Pressman, author of Living the Supermind. He tells us that the supermind is the highest level of mind, the mind beyond the mind, that carries the power of love, health, wisdom, and intelligence through which we can make decisions, access talents, growth, healing, and inner knowing. He's one of the early pioneers in both visualization and hypnosis, whose work changed the focus of Olympic sports training around the world. Dr. Pressman moved on from there to studies of the higher mind. So you're not going to want to miss one minute of this. We'll be interviewing Dr. Pressman, and then we're going to have a special Celebrating Authenticity segment in which we'll do just that and listen to the clip from Oprah's upcoming Super Soul Sunday show on the 19th of May. So hang in for the whole show. You'll be glad you did. Welcome, Dr. Pressman, to the Authentic Living Show. Thank you so much for taking your time to talk to our listeners today. Thank you, Andrea. Okay, well, let's just start off with some definitions. What What is the supermind? Can you help us understand that? You said, well, it's really the mind beyond the mind. If the word super means above, and it is okay. above all else, higher, deeper, truer, more authentic, extraordinarily powerful, extraordinarily knowing. It has all the qualities that we attribute to the creator himself, herself, truly. And all these powers are hidden within the supermind, which in itself is hidden within us. And you make the most important point of all, which is how do we get there? How do we live it? How do Mm -hmm. we reach it and exercise it in the life that we live? And these these are the things we can really talk about. Right. Make a difference in life. Yeah, so uh, what I understand from reading your book is that the biggest impediment to being able to get to and live from that supermind is uh, is doubt. Do I have that right? Doubt, yeah, doubt is a great enemy, but doubt's part of something bigger. And that is a, uh, a focus which our society teaches us to, to uh, concentrate on outer things the outer world, the world around us, what most of society thinks, rather than to listen to our authentic inner selves, the, the, the feelings we feel, the knowledges which come to us in terms of our authentic feelings, authentically knowing who we are. And we can make all of this more specific in terms of how to get to your own authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal, and that's what this show is all about. So, so uh, okay. So before we go there, I want to say I want to ask just a little bit more just about the questions. What when we talk about resistance, and you do spend some time talking about resistance in the book, mm-hmm. and and that does sound like it's based largely on our acculturation to a, a world that tells us to externalize our lives rather than coming from the internal. So uh, when uh, 
is that the only reason why we resist? Is it only our culturation? What else is our resistance made up of? No, we, uh, we resist for many, many reasons. First of all, we want to fit in so that if we have ideas of our own <clears throat> that are not usual, we resist admitting them. We, we may get great insights, great truths, but resist them because we think we'll be laughed at. Every pioneer has that experience of having had his or her own ideas and being afraid to bring them out, but bringing them out because of his courage or her courage. But we resist knowing ourselves because uh, we've been taught to feel too guilty about certain impulses that we have, certain desires, or we've been taught uh, if if we have fear inside, we shouldn't think about it, we should resist facing the fear. So we've been acculturated to resist facing everything within ourselves, and yet the greater truth is that if we face everything within ourselves with fierce courage, we will transcend these things that seem to hurt so much, and we will rise up to a natural goodness and a natural power that we have. So there are many reasons for resistance. Yeah, yeah. So so when we think about just the whole idea of thinking about a super mind that is so powerful and can get us to inner knowing and help us to see clearer and live clearer and all that, that's a pretty amazing thought. And, and I think people who haven't ever accessed some part of themselves that can give them that kind of peace and that kind of power just don't well, just that that whole idea is just too fantastical to imagine. Is that true? Do I have that right? Oh, people have have had super mind experiences when one is greatly in love. That's uh-huh. that's the kind of expansion that one has if it's really an exalted, outgoing, uh, unselfish love. Uh, if one has. Uh, a feeling of extreme peace and as one was with, with nature, uh, then one is having a piece of the supermind. In my own case, I had an awakening, a fortunate awakening, uh, when I met Muktananda, who is a guru from the East. I met him when I was really deep in, in my academia and very much doubted anything that uh, someone from India would say, but yet in his presence... I felt a great exaltation, a, a great expansion of love for him and for the whole world, an expansion in my heart to to help the world through my profession, something which I had experienced all along, but not that large. I mean, it filled me all over. Mm-hmm. So one can have these exalted moments in nature or in discovery or in true love of another person or of nature. And these are some of the glimpses into the supermind that we carry. Yeah, so I guess what you're saying is that the supermind is always there, we we but but our but our uh the idea that it's too fantastical to believe is is uh comes from the idea that we don't know that we're already having these kinds of experiences. That's Perhaps, right. Yeah. We cover it over with doubt as you say. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um so all right, so Let's talk a little bit then. Now, we just have a, a little bit of time before the break, maybe five, six minutes before the break. But I want to I wanna talk a little bit at least about how we can get started on the pathway to living the soul consciously, as you say it in the book, or, or being uh, participating in the supermind. You know, it's really very simple but very hard. It's a, simply a matter of becoming a better and better person. And by that I mean... To first of all, know yourself. Take time to look inside. Secondly, to to know what's what's good about you and to affirm it and live it. And thirdly, to find out what's not so good about you and face it and then uh, make it better. So this matter of taking time each day in, in some kind of quietude to really know yourself and work on yourself is a way of releasing the better part of the self, which I call the soul, which is really the seed of the supermind. 
not so easy to become a better person. Uh, it's a matter of setting aside what one might call selfish desires in favor of, of the joy of serving others. Yeah, I, I, I can see that, but I'm going to play devil's advocate because I'm sure our listeners are doing the same. If they are, uh, if a person is saying, I'm going to become a better person, isn't that pretty much the same thing that everybody says? Well, I want to try to become a better person, so I'm going to do my duty. I'm going to fulfill my obligations. I'm going to, you know, try really hard to repress negative thoughts, and I'm going to, that kind of stuff. Isn't that pretty much the same, or is there something different about this pathway? It isn't a matter of saying, oh, I'm going to become a better person. It's a matter of really being a better person. Okay. Uh, taking time to to be considerate of somebody else. Um, let's say, let me take myself in doing psychotherapy as an example. Okay. Psychiatry nowadays has really gotten to a point where it's highly biological, meaning that we make a diagnosis and we give uh, we give biological agents called drugs. Um, I've resisted that. I mean, um, I will use medication, but I'll never use it without knowing the person inside and out in terms of doing psychotherapy. And in the course of doing psychotherapy, I can become the other person. I really will set aside my own desires for the person to be this way or that way or to suddenly uh, be successful. I'm, and just become the other person, release from within that person what he or she wants to be in the best way possible. Okay. It's not so, so easy in raising your children, for example, to to let them become them, their true selves. Yeah, yeah, because we have this uh, societal pressure that says we should mold our children into little um, little us's. <laughs> Yeah, so okay, this uh, the if I'm going to become a better person, one of the methods you talk about in the book is that uh meditation is a pathway. Yes. So how does meditation help us to become a better person? Well, first of all, meditation is is not a complicated thing the way it's made to be so nor do you need any particular technique. Meditation is simply a matter of a finding a, taking your attention away from the physical body and the physical mind, meaning to become so comfortable that you forget your body and taking the time also to let your emotions quiet down so much that you become quite peaceful inside. And the same thing with mind chatter or distraction and achieving that state of mind which is really very, very quiet, very, very inwardly serene, when you're in that state of mind, you're then in a place which is really quite unselfconscious, unselfish, you might say, and you're open to the cosmic mind, to the God mind, if you will, or the super mind that you carry. So meditation is a matter of finding a place to be very quiet and to cultivate or let happen that inner quietude by becoming very, very serene, letting your disturbing thoughts and emotions quiet down until you achieve that kind of peace. That's a really a gateway to a great mind. And very often one gets very good inspirations or inventions or creations in that state of mind. So that's, that's what meditation is. Yeah, so it actually does get us to that place of super mind where the uh, the the monkey chatter, as we've all put, called it, gets out of the way. And yes. some people would say the ego gets out of the way. I don't use that terminology, but some people would say the ego gets out of the way, and we're we're more in touch with soul. Mm-hmm. And, yes. Yes. Okay. So in so doing, we've sort of touched the hem of the garments, and alchemical changes begin to take place, and we begin to let go more of the the chatter and hold on more to that self we are as soul. Is that kind of what you're saying in terms yes. of? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, and I I couldn't agree more. I think that's that's a definite pathway to authenticity. And then 
you talk about sort of putting some of that stuff into action too, the, the downloaded, as I call it, downloaded information we get from meditation. We begin to take those ideas that we get, and you also talk about dreams, uh, using dreams in the same way. Mm-hmm. Take information and bring it into the external world, into our everyday lives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that, you know, when we talk about living in the soul, that whole process is one of, uh, uh, that is a process. It's not something that we can just say today, and I'm, I'm just saying this to clarify for our listeners, um, that we can't really say, well, today I'm going to be a better person, and that's all there is to it. Um, because there's so much that goes into what we, uh, we, uh, we fantasize about what a better person actually is. Maybe that's a person who is always serving his grandmother and really the grandmother's very, very manipulative and uh, cruel and abusive and so maybe we need to rethink that. Uh, so it really is getting in touch with the deeper self. Well, there's a very good pathway and that's called intuition which is much disparaged. In other words, when we go into our inner selves when we go into meditation or when we pay attention to our hunches, we're really letting our intuition come through. Our intuition okay. is really coming from a center of truth within. All right. So let me stop you right there. We're going to have to take a break, and we'll come back. We're going to talk some more about intuition when we get back, talking today to Dr. Mari Pressman about living in the supermind. Stay tuned for that. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. If you were looking to shift from struggle to a life of alignment with your deepest truth, you'll want to tune in to Thresholds to Awakening with host Sway Emily Spilkin. Our program will help you discover that your deepest challenges are not mistakes, but opportunities to become who you really are. Thresholds to Awakening. Enter your darkness to find your light. Where Sway speaks with spiritual luminaries, cutting-edge thought leaders, and experts in the field of transformation. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And the Authentic Living Show is sponsored by the American Institute of Holistic Theology. 
You may wonder what the terms holistic theology mean. Well, theology is the study of the divine, and holistic theology is a holistic study of the divine that includes all religions and even transcends religion to get to the mystical core of each of them. The American Institute of Holistic Theology offers doctorate, master's, and ministerial bachelor's degrees, chaplaincy programs with internship, NBCC-approved continuing education, ordination, and a brand-new Ph.D. program in holistic theology. AIHT's programs include degrees in the following, holistic theology, offering us terminal degrees, both a Ph.D. and a Ph.D., holistic ministries, holistic health and spiritual care, metaphysical spirituality, and alternate spiritual traditions, which includes in-depth studies of the paranormal. Using a home study model for distance learning, the student of AIHT gets a thorough education in the field that fulfills and offers a chance to authenticate a unique gift for the world. AIHT is a real educational program where you will get a real learning experience in a broad spectrum of educational endeavors, utilizing as your text writing teachers spiritual experts from all over the world. And right now, AIHT is offering a special program in which if you email in before July 1st, you can register for a free course. Just email beverlylove at aiht.edu and put win a free course in the subject line. If your name is drawn, you will win a free course in which you can sample the education you can receive at AIHT. The big deal is that facilitating your dream is AIHT's mission. All you have to do is enroll, to enroll is to either go to www.aiht.edu or contact Admissions Director Beverly Love at 800-650-4325. Again, if you'd like to enroll right now, pick up the phone and call 800 650 4325 to learn how to fulfill your deepest longings for a fulfilling career serving others using your own unique gift. And today we're talking to Dr. Mari Pressman about his latest book, Living in the Supermind, From Personal Mind to Spiritual Mind. And we're talking about the how-to with regard to making that shift from from the personal mind to the spiritual mind. And just before the break, um, this will be our last segment with Dr. Pressman before we move on to the to the um, segment in which we're going to celebrate authenticity and hear the clip from Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul Sunday show coming up on the 19th. But uh, And just before the break, what we talked about was uh, intuition. You were talking about intuition when I had to interrupt you for the break. So can you say some more about that, Dr. Pressman? Yes, I can. Intuition is very familiar to all of us. It is those, those hunches that we get those ahas, which very often we're taught to ignore in our society, but we ignore them at our own risk. Frankly, when we get into um, a state of mind where we go inside and get quiet for a moment, we'll get these hunches. We'll get the, there's a center of truth within us. That's why I like your, your uh, use of the word authenticity so often. Andrea, because mm-hmm. one gets the feeling of authenticity when one listens to oneself. So the, the intuitive mind comes in when we listen to ourselves inside, and actually it is a, a tunnel from the superficial mind, the ordinary mind, into this higher mind, which is the super mind. Listen yeah, that's to a your good hunches, way to... Listen to your intuitions, and yeah. uh, beware of doubt, which descends if you if you get a good hunch. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be sensible about the whole thing, but keep it in mind and see how often your hunches will work out. And the more you do that, the more sensitive you'll become to your intuitive signals. The more intuitive you'll become the more power you'll have, the more access to the supermind. Yeah, so it's that process of really just tuning in and tuning in and tuning in and tuning in and tuning in until you really can walk the walk. And also dismissing doubt when something comes along. Yeah. You might get a really good flash, but then say, oh, well, that's, you know, that's only me, or that's too extraordinary. You may get a real flash. Yeah. Yeah, and so what is the self-talk we can do when, when that happens? When the doubt comes in and, sa- and tries to steal away our soul, our soul's insight. What, the big what, word is tolerate. 
first of all, tolerate the doubt. That's there for a reason. And then also tolerate your common sense mind. See where things fit in. Give them a chance. Give these these hunches that you have a chance to see if they play out or not, while all the while remaining commonsensical. Don't let the drought drown out the inspiration. And as long as you're well integrated, you're not going to go around following every hunch. As long as you're a well integrated, sensible person, uh, you don't have to worry about suspending doubt long enough to see how well your hunches work out. Einstein did this when he discovered relativity. He was writing a beam of light and found out where it took him. Great discoveries have been made by just listening to the intuitive flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I've had meditations where I think of something I want to say or something I want to write about, and I and it comes out really well that way. Yeah, and so what you said there is huge, Dr. Pressman. I, I really want to reiterate what you said there because... What you're talking about is that power to sort of what Carl Jung called hold the tension between the opposites within us, where you get a chance to hear from both sides or all sides, and and you begin to be able to go, okay, well, I hear my doubt. It's there. I hear, um, you know, my need to resist. I hear that, but I also hear the intuition, so I'm going to try this experimentally and see what happens and see which one turns out to be true. Very well said. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it really is that journey of being able to sort of just be with what's inside of us and not call one part of us bad and the other part good and try to shoo one away in favor of the other. Would you agree with that? I agree with the fact that it's really very simple to to feel when something is honest from within yourself or to feel when somebody else is being honest with you. That's listening to the intuitive self. There is a center of truth within us. And then if we listen to it, we'll really know when we're being honest with ourselves. And the more that we can listen to that, the more we'll know that we're living an honest life, but we'll know other, other people's honesties or other than honesties. Okay, okay, that makes sense. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the dark soul side of the sure. supermind. Super what does that mean? What is the dark side of the supermind? Well, the creator created duality, goodness and uh, badness, light and dark. Everybody has a dark side as well as a, uh, an angelic side. And darkness is, is, is experienced as selfishness as wanting to have power at the expense of someone else, even cruelty. Uh, kids can be cruel at an early age and then grow into uh, uh, using that cruelty in a very good way, like, for example, becoming a surgeon, using the ability to use a knife to cut in order to heal. The same mm-hmm. thing is true about uh, um Lower instincts like being too curious or becoming a peeping Tom. You can then become a psychiatrist, peeping into people's lives. But <laughs> That's great. With a good, with a good, good aim at heart. So darkness is again very simple to understand. It's the, it's the selfishness within us, or the cruelty within us, or the desire to be strong at somebody else's expense in contrast to the light within us, which is really the joy that we take in the beauty of life, the joy that we take in helping others, the joy that we take in feeling ourselves as part of a real community of others. And there is a struggle within each of us uh, between the forces of light and and the forces of darkness. But I would like to add to all of that that there are forces overhead of light and dark with which we can cooperate or resist. And there are people who do pursue pleasing the forces of darkness. Hitler was certainly one of them. He practiced the dark art, the dark arts. And there are those others who uh, are assisting and being assisted by the forces of light above. 
as is true of your program and the very things that we're talking about right now. The more you can know yourself, again, this is the theme, to turn your attention inside, know yourself. Mm -hmm. If you know your darkness, that can be turned to useful uses, as in the case of the surgeon or the overly, overly curious psychiatrist. Yeah, I think we all go through periods, and you tell me if you agree with this or disagree with this. I, I think we all go through periods where we we seem to be more able to confront ourselves with gentleness, and other periods where where we, because of our societal pressure, we we either don't conf- confront ourselves at all, or we don't see what's going on in there, mm-hmm. um, and we only want to see the light. We don't want to see necessarily the dark. Yeah. So. I don't know what shifts that. What what I don't really know the mystery of when that changes, but I know that in my own life and certainly with other lives I've worked with, there seem to be periods where we're more open to going, okay, yeah, I'm doing that. And that's not really working for me or anyone else. Uh, and I'm not going to judge it. I'm just going to change what I do. Um, there is too much pressure at work, which keeps us from just taking a breath and finding it easy to to be ourselves and to be with other people. Pressure makes things, and and gosh knows that we're under great pressure in this society, it makes you less empathic toward yourself and less empathic toward other people, less time to be feeling full. Yeah, Dr. Clarissa uh, Pinkola Estes uh, has been on the show a couple times too, and one of the phrases she uses that I like is she calls the overculture the uh, a soul thief. Mm. And I, re- I really soul like thief. that. I, yeah, good. yeah, because we we tend to to uh, to not realize wh- how much is being taken from us by that overculture when we allow it to dominate us. So yeah. Can I slip in the, my website in case anybody wants to know? Yeah, please possibly. do. Please do, well, absolutely. It's my name, uh, spelled in a special way, Mari Pressman, M-A-U-R-I-E Pressman, P-R-E-S-S-M-A-N, dot com. Okay, and you'll find yeah. there my telephone number and my email, and I welcome any kind of contact that you might want to make with me. So Wonderful. It's M-A-U-R-I-E, P-R-E-S-S-M-A-N. Dot com. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you for doing that. Yes. And do you have any like Facebook pages or anything like that that anybody can contact or are you not a Facebooker? No, I'm a Facebooker. I have a Facebook page. Okay, good. Good. So they can put your name in there too as well and like your work. Right. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Yes. So please do. If you have questions about uh, living in the super mind uh, for Dr. Pressman, please do contact him. I really appreciate the work that you do, Dr. Pressman, because as you said, there's so many psychiatrists out there who are doing it from just a biological uh, uh, methodology or pharmacological methodology, and you are doing it from a more soulful way. And I like what you say in your book about uh, transpersonal psychotherapy and spiritual psychotherapy and all of that. So uh, this book is chock full of lots of good information about uh, sort of the history of how we've gotten to where we are now in our evolution as well as how we can access and live out of the super mind or the soul consciousness. So I really encourage our listeners to uh, to buy the book and read it. It's a good read and it, it really, I go slow, read it slowly, take it in, digest it and uh and uh, then if you have questions, contact Dr. Pressman. Thank you, Andrea. Yeah, and thank you for taking your time to be on the show today. I really do appreciate it because uh, what you have to say is very meaningful. So thank you. And thank you again. All right. Well, we're, we're uh, going to be coming back in just a minute with a celebration of authenticity and the clip from Oprah Winfrey's own network, Super Soul Sunday series, that the show coming up on the 19th. So stay tuned for that. We'll be back in just a moment. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Healing from the Heart is the show that focuses on freeing the heart by releasing the hidden energies that keep it from doing what the heart was created to do. Give and receive love. Every week, your host, Chris Chimbers, an energetic healing practitioner, 
will explore different aspects of his work, interview leading healers, respond to listeners' questions, and even do some live sessions on air. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, for Healing from the Heart on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Many of us make choices in our lives based on how others react. But what should really matter is making our life choices based on what we intuitively feel. By tuning in to The Mystic and the Mystery with Inspired Intuition hosts Beth Porozhik and Christine McIver, you'll receive the tools and inspiration you need to do just that. Your fears do not have to drive you, and you are naturally intuitive, creative, and whole. By believing in yourself, you can live the life you've been longing for. Listen for The Mystic and the Mystery every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And here we are at the Authenticity Celebration, uh, last segment of the day, in which we're in just a few minutes we're going to get to hear a clip from Oprah Winfrey's upcoming Super Soul Sunday show on the 19th of May, where she interviews Dr. Maya Angelou. Right now what I want to do is sort of talk just a little bit about what we mean when we talk about authenticity and just and, and, and talk about how that is such a celebration of life. You know, authenticity is the real you, the real me, the essential uh, ingredients that I am. And um, it is divine. Carl Jung thought of it as both divine and human. I think of it the same way, where in which we are our soul. We are our souls. That is the place where we are soul. Now, typically we think of soul and body as separate entities where uh, the soul is somewhere out there or maybe a little tiny spot inside of us. Uh, and the the body is this other thing that we shed at one point, and then we we uh, are loosened from the body, and we go to heaven. Uh, and that's where we get to be with our souls again, or be our souls again. But I don't think of it that way, not at all. In fact, what I believe is that we are our souls 24-7. We have just been taught to stay out of touch with that, to stay out of touch with our authenticity. What that means is that we are not really alive when we are living out of touch with our authenticity. We are not truly here, present in this world. Now, what that means about the body, in my particular uh, point of view, is that the body uh, is one with the soul. The body and the soul are one, and we're learning so much more with regard to the science behind that when we study quantum physics, because what we're learning is that the body, the matter that is the body, is also made up of tiny molecular components that are smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, uh, we get down to the quarks and the neutrines and all that, and we begin to say, okay, there is an I am that is, that is made up of invisibility, and there is an I am that is made up of visibility. In other words, my physical being is made up of invisible in components. So there is a oneness between the body and the soul that we have not recognized. Down through the centuries, we thought of the body as being bad and the, the soul as being good in the same way that we think of God as being good and humanity as being bad. And that split, that conscious split, 
keeps us from really accessing who we are. And the, the Dr. Pressman that we just interviewed today was talking about how we can get in touch with that soul consciousness, that what he calls the supermind, and I call the authentic self. There's lots of names for it. It doesn't matter what you call it. It only matters that you uh, understand that it is who we actually are as body, as mind, as heart, as behavior. And so that's what we want to really celebrate. And that is, living authentically is the celebration of life itself because when we live authentically, we notice all those subtle nuances of breathing, of a flower, of the wind, of trees, of the sky, of an interaction between ourselves and other persons, of looking deeply into their eyes and seeing their soul. All of that becomes more passionately alive when we live authentically, and that is a celebration of life itself. So, uh, in that regard, Oprah Winfrey is one of our angels' messengers that I think of that way because she has so much to say to us about living heart to heart, our hearts connected to other people's hearts, and she has those heart to heart conversations with her guests um, on on the Super Soul Sunday series that she has formulated out of her deep desire to communicate on a spiritual level to her viewers. And um, so she's interviewed people like Nobel laureate Eli Weasel, Wayne Dyer, Gary Zukoff, Debbie Ford, Marianne Williamson, Ram Das, Eckhart Tolle, Sarah Van Bresnock, Daniel Pink, and Fitch Nhat Han to, to really help people to become aware of who they are. Um, um, and so in that process, what happens is she, she opens us. We watch her show and we're opened to uh, an, our own awakening and potentiate that because we are, we are staying for that hour, that usually a church hour for most of us, what we can stay home and watch the TV uh, or come back, DVR it or TV, TiVo it and come back and watch it later uh, after we've been to church too or temple or mosque or wherever we go to really begin to uh, to be in that presence of soul as a participant in her show. So that's how I use it. I watch the show every week. haven't missed a one. I really liked uh, the one with Brene Brown uh, that she did recently and the one with Maya Angelou last Sunday, uh, Mother's Day. The second part of that is coming up this Sunday in which uh, she's going to have that heart-to-heart conversation continued with Dr. Angelou as she discusses her latest book, Mom and Me and Mom. And, uh, you know, Dr. Angelou on this show reveals how tough but tender-hearted mother transformed her life in ways that, you know, we all can experience. But Dr. Angelou has a way of putting that into words and meaning that is transformative just to hear about. Uh, She's also going to share her insights on aging brilliantly and how love can liberate us. So it's going to be an amazing show, and uh, I don't want you to miss it. Uh, what you should also know about the Super Soul Sunday series is that it's won several awards. It was recognized by the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences with a Daytime Emmy, uh, the Alliance of Women and Media Foundation with a Gracie Award, and the Religion Communicators Council with a Wilbur Award. So uh, that, those are things that have already happened in the short time that it's been on the own network. So now let's take a moment to listen to the clip from this upcoming show, Sunday the 19th, an interview with Dr. Angelou. I have to ask you, you've put out so much art in the world. What part or piece of art are you proudest of? Is Mm. there one? Are there several? Is it the body of art? Your words? Yes. It would be songs, lyrics, some music. I think my greatest blessing, my greatest blessing has been the birth of my son. My next greatest blessing has been my ability to turn people into children of mine. Mm. It's my greatest blessing. You know what your greatest gift to me is? Is that every one of us who considers considers ourselves to be your daughter or your son, every one of us thinks we're the most special. It's true. So I think that is the mark of a great mother, is to make everyone feel like they are the special one. And, yes. he, and you know, you really are. 
Thank you for that. <laughs> and you know, you really are. And that's the way I think of it. The great mother, the great mother of the soul, um, does make each one of us special. One of the things it says in The Course in Miracles is that none of us are special and all of us are special. And it is absolutely true that the specialness that we are as individuals unique unto ourselves. There is no one else here on this planet who can bring to the world what you have to bring to the world. No one else can do that. Um, No one else can laugh your laugh, talk your talk, walk your walk, think your thoughts, feel your feelings, uh, be the body and biology that you are. No one can do that. Only you can do that. So you have a special gift to bring, and that great mother that is the the soul, the oversoul, if you will, uh, the divine, the universe, the you know your own soul, the Buddha na- nature, the Christ nature, whatever you want to call that, it is experienced by most people as very very similar, and for me it's the experience of the authentic self that that I can go within and be uh, be in touch with that. Uh, essence of who I am, which is also divine self. So, uh, when, when we live into that specialness that we are, we are living authentically. And what an amazing celebration of life it is to just be fully who you are. I mean, think about it. If you came here to be you, but you refuse to be you in the name of pleasing family and culture, then you're not really doing what you came here to do. There are countless people out there looking for a purpose in life, looking for a purpose in life. And they tell me, I've read 10 books on trying to find my purpose and I still don't know my purpose. And my response to that is always, what if your purpose is just to be really here and live really alive? That's not good enough. No, I need to have a purpose. (laughs) Well, that's because we've got some big should, some big societal, cultural pressure hanging over our heads that tells us there's a way to be that's right and there's a way to be that's wrong. And if you're not doing it like we think you ought to do it, then you're doing it wrong. And so, so we're, we're reading all these books that help us, meant to help us find our purpose when the purpose is already there. The purpose is to be you. Hello. That's your purpose in life. Your purpose in life is to be you, that special you that the great mother loves and adores and put you here to be. That's what you're here to do. And doing anything but that is what you're not here to do. <laughs> but it's a process for all of us, I should say, because the not me works together with the me that I am and helps me become more of the me that I am. Um, and it, uh, my belief is that in each incarnation, we, co- we become more aware of who we are as divine beings. And that never fails to happen, that in each lifetime, we, are, we collect gather together the information, the soul information that we are meant to get. Like, for example, in this life, I might get a, a, a little piece of what it is like to love unconditionally and to be loved unconditionally and or to be loved unconditionally. I might get a little touch of that and I carry that with me into the next life where I will bring that into manifestation in a deeper way. And I carry that into the next life where I bring that into manifestation in a deeper way. And I might add some more wisdom to that about what it means to love unconditionally when all the conditions are being presented to love. So it's a journey, and that's just one example of a myriad of examples of how that could work. But it is, you know, when we think that we have to get it all in this life, that's a pressure that we feel to get it, get it, get it. When, in fact, what we're being told by all the great teachers of the world is to be still, to cease striving, um, I use that that uh, that language because that's the language in the Bible, but it's also told to us in the Bhagavad Gita and uh, in the sutras of the Buddhist texts and uh, in some of the other religious texts of the world, sacred texts of the world. Um, that if we are if we are still, if we just sit, as they say it in Zen. We will gather that information. We will touch the soul, as Dr. Maury Pressman said it in our earlier interview. We will touch the soul and be touched by the soul, and we will uh, be changed alchemically as a result of that touch. Um, My own experience has been one in which, through meditation over the years, I have shifted and changed who I am so that I can look back now and say, who was that masked woman (laughs) that I was back then? 
uh, and that, and she was not able to uh, feel life, be alive, celebrate the essence of, of the essential ingredients of life. And now the person that I am can walk down a street and see a dirty, dingy building and find something beautiful in it. And that that is my soul. That is not something that I can say, well, you know, I should be patting my ego on the back for that. Rather, it is my soul energizing me to see life in a different way. And we can all have that. That's not something that is just, you know, for me. That's for all of us. We may all have it in our own unique and special way, but we can all have it. And uh, so that's the celebration of authenticity that I just want to put out there today and just rejoice in the fact that living alive here on planet Earth, which, frankly, I haven't always wanted to do. (laughs) Way back many years ago, I wasn't so sure I really wanted to be here. But now I just adore being here, alive in this moment, every moment. Now, do I have hard times? Absolutely. Will I continue to have some? Yes. But even that can be celebrated when I know that my soul is right there with me in that and that I don't have to split off the hard time and say, well, I've got some negative thoughts. Now I should send those away and be all positive and stuff. No, I can be whatever I am and my soul does not abandon me in that process. So that's what I wanted to say today in terms of celebrating authenticity. I'm glad we got to let you listen to the clip from Oprah's upcoming Super Soul Sunday on the 19th. Uh, don't miss that show. And next week, we're going to be talking to Dr. Rabbi Wayne Dosick, Ph.D., acclaimed as a rational intellect with a soul of a mystic, about the real name of God. Be here for that. And remember, your job, should you choose to accept it, is to give birth to yourself. Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.